Yo, <laughs> oh yeah, what's up, citizens? I am your V podcaster host, Jay Starks, and welcome to the Bingo Book Podcast. Hey, we are on episode number 25. Twink, 25? What? <laughs> you don't say. Hey, and this is a pretty historic episode because we have officially launched BBP on my VTuber pages at Jason Starks. Isn't that great? I wish I, I probably I probably should have had uh, claps queued up, huh? <laughs> well we we gotta pay some bills around here to get some more sound effects. So that's but that'll be a little bit later. But yeah, you know, so uh it was a move that we've been considering for some time now. Uh, and we felt that right now was the time if we were going to do it at all, it should be now. You know, of course, we have the pot a lot more smoothed out these days. So um, it's exciting time. So, OK, well, of course, we have uh, the premiere of our Wednesday slate. Well, you know, we have a small delay, so we had to stream the next day. But, hey, you know, we're making it work. And this is for our summer 2022 anime discussions. We have season two of Classroom of the Elite, My Stepmom's Daughter is my ex vermil and gold by the way loving that anime <laughs> engage kiss and season four of overlord so yeah today you know we'll be discussing several different topics um like field day you know what does that phrase mean anything to you now did you did your school have field day field days at all Hmm, that's something we'll be talking about. Uh, I also want to know, are you a possessive person? Are you possessive? You don't like sharing. Anything that you have is yours. We'll talk about that. And of course, we'll be discussing this and many more topics in today's episode. So hey, let's go ahead and get started with our first anime for discussion. <laughs> and that is... Boom! Classroom of the Elite, episode number five, and it is titled, Every Failure is a Step to Success. Man, I feel like, I feel like somebody's told me that before. Like, hey, you know, you mess up, it's okay, because that experience that you have is only going to work into your favor in the future for you to become more successful. And dang. Like they were kind of right. <laughs> Thank you, whoever whoever that was that uh spread that knowledge. But in this episode of Classroom of the Elite, we have uh Ayano Koji and Suzune who are participating in what you would probably call uh for in Japanese culture sports day. So it's an event where there's uh several different um you know I guess the games that are played. And so you have three-legged race, tug of war. Um, I'm sure they probably do like a sack race. Uh, they have this um, kind of holding up other opponents and you have one person that's kind of in the middle and you're holding them and trying to carry them over to another person's totem. And eventually you're trying to grab the person's, um, uh, bandana i guess you could say off of their head but there's a specific word for it and it it fought, it leaves me right now at the moment i want to say it's uh tamaki tamazaki 
So I don't know. I will we'll look at that a little bit later. But yeah, field day. So you know, in this uh event, uh Shizune is pretty much going off, you know, on Ayana Koji and saying, you know, hey, like my other teammates, they can't keep up with me. They can't perform well. And so it's not my fault. Like they should be able to, you know, get to my level and uh, match my pace. And Ayana Koji is like, um, Ma'am, <laughs> ma'am, I need you to be a, a little bit more considerate of other people and their style and, you know, pay attention to them. But yeah, so in this episode, um, you know, Ayana Koji is pretty much uh, correcting Shizune when it comes down to communicating with other people and saying, hey, you know, you need to be a little bit more open minded and welcoming uh, and have some type of teamwork. Like, you know, you can't just be thinking about it's your way or the highway and everyone's supposed to just acquiesce to whatever it is that you're doing. Hey, we got one of the princesses in the building. Y'all show some love for a film. <laughs> What's going on, girl? Yeah, so we 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 definitely jumping right now. But, you know, in this uh, episode, it's, uh, you know, sports day, you know, you think about it as, you know, a whole bunch of events that are happening, uh, well, you know, pretty much within that same day. And so, you know, I say in the Western side of things, most places will probably call it field day. And so field day is definitely something that I had at my school. I wonder, like, did y'all have field day at your school? I mean, that's, that, that's I'm curious if this is something that's kind of widespread throughout different uh countries and continents and you know states as well if you're in america so um, um i'd say like my favorite field day activity was probably tug of war because you know tug of war is like one of those moments where you have a whole bunch of people watching you so you know if you're trying to you know impress uh the ladies or the guys or whatnot and you know you want to show off that that bicep a little bit, you know, hey, that's tug of war was where it was at. And I, I really do feel like every team that I was a part of, we got at least first or second place in tug of war each and every time. And the gamer in me, <laughs> the gamer in me is like, hey, you know, I, let me go ahead and give everybody some tips so we're all on the same page and we can perform well. And I say like unanimously, it almost always worked to uh, our advantage. And, you know, we end up getting uh, some kind of medal at the end of it all. Now, three-legged race was a lot of fun as well. I can't lie. Like, <laughs> it's, you know, you tie yourself up with, you know, two other people and you hope for the best. <laughs> <laughs> you, you just start running for your for your dear life and just hope that nobody falls. And I, I feel like that's the cheat code, right? You know, just make sure that you don't fall and you're able to make it to the, the finish line. And I think if everybody is able to pace yourselves, the people that are making mistakes, you know, you pretty much be able to take care uh, and pass them up in, in that regard. So, yeah. Uh, so Phil says, oh, I'm chilling, just listening to you while I lurk. Hey, I'm I'm good. I'm good with that. Lurk all you want. You know, I, yeah, but I hope you're having a beautiful day as well. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I'll say like overall, like, you know, field day was a very fun activity. And, you know, if if you're having 
you know, all these different events, it's actually a nice way to network and like make new friends. <laughs> but you know, it's crazy as you get older, it's like you attach the word networking. But when, you know, when you're young and your kids, you, you know, it's not like you're just having fun, you know, and hopefully you connect with somebody that you're, you know, available with. And that's that's pretty much the the uh consensus when you get there. It's like, hey, how can I go? To, I hope I go to this event and I have as much fun as possible. And boy, I tell you, did I have a blast? Well, you know, but my school uh, was terribly poor. <laughs> so other people's field days, they had, you know, their uh, concession stands and it had, you know, food and things like that. Or they bring, you know, just all types of treats and snacks. Nah, the best that we got was popcorn. <laughs> <laughs> some stale aged popcorn i'm like what is this i, I can't get jiggy with this like nah it's, it's not gonna work but good times good times you know hopefully you had the experience of a field day and you know hey definitely let me know in the comments uh, if you did have a field day at your school and you know what was your favorite um, field day activity you know once again mine's was tug of war because you know i had to show off them them guns them, them young skinny guns I, but i i'm i ain't like that no more <laughs> i ain't like that no more <laughs> and cut <laughs> all right let's go ahead and move on to our next anime for discussion and that is My stepmom's daughter is my ex, episode five, and it is titled "The Former Couple Spends the Night." Now I ain't gonna lie, I was kind of twisted up with this title because I initially thought, like, okay, somehow, some way, they're gonna spend the night with each other. But I was like, wait, this doesn't make any sense because they're technically brother and sister now and they live in the same household so they always been spending the night with each other if you if you ask me right but no in this episode uh Edido and Yume spend the night at their best friends from school's house for the first time and you know it was actually really really funny episode because you have these pair of ex-couples i guess you could say that or live right next door to each other and their walls are so paper thin that you can hear pretty much the conversation well you have to put a little you know uh, a little bass in your voice get a little bit loud so they can hear it but they the walls were um you know soft enough to where that you could you could hear the conversations that were being had if you were loud enough and so they had this thing of where they would share information about the other person's ex just to kind of rattle the other person's uh the other uh friend group uh and and it's just it's just hilarious it a lot of a lot a lot of fun and, and i just laughing hysterically but you know in this it's like like spending the night at a friend's house you know a friend's home like how often did you do this and um was it fun like you know what like what what is the typical night for you know going to a friend's home because i i think that all of us have at least that one friend in the neighborhood that 
pretty much parents, mom or dad or whoever is the guardian is like, hey, I don't care if y'all want to come over and have a good time, then it's all good. Oh, hey, hey, we got royalty in the building too. What, the prince, Big Jai, hey, Big Jai in the building. He says, "Hey, well, looky, looky here." <laughs> I, I told you, I, I watch, I watch enough anime. I turned into one. Y'all, y'all better read my manga. <laughs> hey, but I appreciate you for showing up and showing out, brother. But yeah, you know, so they're uh, spending a night at each other's house. And, you know, it made me think about the past of like spending a night at my friend's home. And I, I feel like because like most of the parents that are like this, where they allow their friends to come and spend a night, they're really, really, um, uh, I, man, I don't want to say liberal because liberal is a, like a weird uh, term and it gets all attached to all this political jargon and blah, blah 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 but no that's not we're not going in that direction all i'm saying is that most of the time the friends parents are like super laid back and they want to have you they want your you and your friends to have a great time and usually they kind of um, take their foot off the pedal when it comes down to uh, parental guidance. So if y'all want to get crazy and, you know, start doing some uh, physical altercations or whatnot, y'all more than welcome to. Like now me, uh, our thing was wrestling. <laughs> we was wrestling. Like, you know, we we took it to the extreme though, where we had the beds or, or the mattresses set up and we would uh, take like uh hangers like metal hangers and we would tie them up aside of each other kind of time until we made like a ring and then what we would do is we take tape and toilet paper or uh, you know and wrap them around to make the ropes and that's literally how we fought we had like our own creative ring that we made now don't tell the parents that that's where all the tissue went because <laughs> my friends definitely got yelled at for, for that. But, you know, we would uh, suplex each other off the cabinets and all that. I mean, just craziness, like, all together. So, uh, Josh says, hey, my guy, is this VR chat? Um, It's kind of... Kind of like VR chat, but real close. But you're you're on point though with that. See, that's good. See, I, I like that. I love to see that that the world is starting to get to know virtual characters and avatars. Like you know, we we in here, we thriving. <laughs> he says, Josh says we used to make belts out of cardboard shoe boxes. Hey, 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 that is the come up right there, bro. And you know, we fight, we fought hard for those belts, you know, and I love it because even though like we're wrestling for real, we're still kind of imaginatively setting it up like, okay, I like I I have to be the heel in this situation or oh, he has to be the baby face in this situation. It was a lot of give and take and that's what made, you know, being young and you know, kids so much fun because that pure imagination of just doing whatever you want and and just making things fun because I mean, if you if you grew up broke like my family did, then, you know, you pretty much try to find anything and everything in the sun to have a good time. So uh, definitely was was awesome. But yeah, definitely making belts out of cardboard 
Um, I'm trying to think, like, how do we do it with our belts? Because we definitely did something similar to like that, and we would draw on them to kind of like, uh, like really replicate like WCW or WWF belts at the time. A lot of fun, man. A lot of fun. I say, yeah, I got to stay here. Hey, I like that. I like that. I like that. Cool. But yeah, you know, I definitely, you know, what I, I love to know uh, some of the experience that y'all had in the comments when it comes down to spending the night at friends' homes. I mean, I, I honestly, this is a conversation that I may end up revisiting because, look, I've had some like really, really OD crazy nights. I'm talking about, um, advances being made and we just <laughs> we're gonna keep it pg like that we're gonna keep it pg like that we ain't gonna go no further but yeah it was it was it was some definitely some some interesting times but okay all right we move we move on to our next anime title and that is Vermil and Gold, episode five, and it is titled Rampage. Rampage. So um, you have a character named Chris Westfield. So if you look on the screen for all of those, everyone that is watching on our YouTube, Facebook, or Twitch pages, um, you can see Chris is the young lady that is kind of, look like he, he she's escorting uh, a bigger kid than her to, to me. But uh, yeah, you would think like, okay, with a name Chris, you know, not so much, uh, you know, probably your first thought, but yeah, like she's a really, really cool, uh, badass character, especially as she gets older, but she has a friend that she's walking with and his name is Rex Ford. And um, as they grow up, Chris pretty much comes into the ranks because she's kind of held as this magical uh, genius and she has this dragon squad that she put together with members like Rex Ford that's in it and they you know they met at a very young age and became friends um, but as time went on and Chris rose into the ranks she pretty much treated everybody that she really loved like toys and in this episode one of the things that she says is, or, or that happens um Chris gets really upset because Rex Ford gets possessed by this kind of like evil spell, I guess you could say, and goes off and attacks Chris and really beats her to like a buddy pulp. It was, it was really, really, really bad. Like I was like, damn, like she, she go, she going ham like that. And I had to hit him with the, what? Yo, <laughs> my God. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it was all bad you know in that in that match but you know that uh possession that happened to rex of course he got powered up uh, from uh that experience and uh it left chris in a bad like a bad situation she was really hurt and she had to kind of go in to the hospital and kind of resuscitate and so did rex in the end of it all it's kind of a long story i won't give y'all the full details on that but uh in this chris told uh was talking to some of the members of her um student society like this high these high ranking students and they saw that chris walked off really really mad and upset especially considering what happened to her and rex and rex being in the hospital and they said to that chris is a very possessive 
person. And when it comes down to any of her toys, uh, she gets really, really upset. And so uh, she looked at Rex Ford as like, I really love this person, but nobody can have him besides me. And I, I feel like, dang, like that, that's definitely a possessive trait. But y'all want to know what's crazy though? I'm very, I'm, I, I'm actually a pretty possessive person. Like what? Like surprise, surprise. Like I, I'm actually a possessive person, but not like in the sense of, um, I'm super toxic or anything like that. It's more so like, I realize when it comes down to my friends that I, 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 I would like to like have them all to myself and do things exclusively with them, you know, and that comes with like some family as well. Um, and, but I don't want to really share them with other people. It's like, let's say that, you know, me and you, we have a mutual friend, right? Well, as a friend group, like we're all cool, but let's say that there's an outsider, someone that I don't know, but the, you know, you and somebody else knows y'all start talking about this other friend. The possessive side of me is like, I, I really don't want to hear about this other friend. Cause it ain't got nothing to do with us. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't have nothing to do with us and me. Like I, I'm not included in this equation. So this is all bad. Like I'm, I'm upset about this, like straight up, like, and that's kind of the possessive side of me. And it kind of takes me to some of my glory days, you know, Ja, Ja the guard, you know, he was in one of the uh, squads I created in, in a shooter game that we played together. And I was very possessive of them, you know, and, and Jai, you might say like, yeah, I could kind of see that now kind of looking back. But if you, if you think about it, I was very possessive of y'all in a sense of like, I, I really did felt feel like I discovered y'all and I, I really wanted to let the rest of the world know that played, you know, played the game we played. Hey, like these guys are like really, really, really good at the shooter game and you know i'm you know i'm here to make sure that they have a name and people put some respect on them you know and that that's how i kind of rock like if you were down with me like you know i'm loyal to the t and wherever we're gonna go that's where we're gonna go and it's like forever and to this day i'm still good friends with pretty much like all the people that i've met uh on like these online shooters or like like real thorough communities that we helped build up. So it was great times, great times for sure. Yeah, you know, Josh says, uh, I felt that way. Like none of us got a chance before you. Oh, dang, man. Hey, hey, it's love, bro. <laughs> you, got, you got a brother a blushing up in this piece. <laughs> but yeah, you know, it's, it's definitely a, a, a great time. And, you know, I say like when it comes down to being possessive i don't necessarily i mean some people put a negative connotation to it but i don't think that it's necessarily a bad thing sometimes it's just showing like how much you care about someone now i guess you can say like if they're uh, overly possessive then yeah that could be a problem because you can get into like some twilight zone type stuff <laughs> <laughs> well yeah you know so definitely you know if you know are you possessive that's pretty much the question here like do you feel like there's things uh in life that you feel like hey i can't let go this is mine i don't want to share i don't want to give it up to anybody else at all like this is this this is my name on it you know but see here's the thing and i kind of i'll give y'all a little bit of tea 
on my uh relationship. So <laughs> so y'all like, ooh, ooh, re- relationships. <laughs> Emotional damage. <laughs> but, but yeah, so um when it comes down to my relationships, I'm usually very low-key. I don't share the things that I'm going through with my friends or family because, and y'all have kind of heard this, me talk about this before on the pod. Um, but I, I really do feel like once you get other people involved and they start sharing like their opinions and things like that, there's a greater chance for um, those people to kind of influence your partner to you know do something that is like completely out of bounds or whatever the case may be whereas between you two as y'all are building and i'm talking about like the building process like the beginning and maybe middle parts of y'all relationship i'm not necessarily talking about the end game where like y'all are so in love and know that y'all want to spend probably like the rest of your lives with each other or at least a good chunk of your lives together um you know that's kind of what i'm talking about with that and so uh for me um, I I guess you could say when it comes down to my possessiveness in relationships, I'm not really like that. I'm not really possessive. You know, I I'm I'm literally the guy that will say, hey, like if you want to go to the club and you know try to see if you still got that thing and it can get some num some phone numbers, go for it. Like have have at it. Like I'm not jealous. I'm not hating. Not nothing because I'm very confident that you know you're uh, going to come home with me and that's that's just it you know i'm i'm confident about that uh but some people will say oh nah <laughs> nah that's that's foolish my my g i can't i can't do that i can't 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 do it but yeah I, i'm i'm definitely that guy like i'm have com- complete faith in whoever i'm uh in a relationship with and that's just kind of how it goes but okay so let's go ahead and move on to our next anime for discussion. And that is, <laughs> oh, hey, Josh says, uh, my wife, <laughs> my wife. <laughs> so that's you, you're possessive of your wife. Hey, I, I completely understand that, bro. You know, you, you, you got, that's the, uh, one of the gold, the cardinal rules that they say, you know, you got, you know, you got to be that shield, bro. I got to be that shield. And, you know, y'all definitely got that. It's, it's beautiful. All right. We have our next anime title, and that is... Boom! Engage Kiss. And this is episode five, and it's titled Fleeting Scars. Fleeting Scars. So, uh, yeah, right off the bat, this pretty much makes a lot of sense, you know. Um, so you have Ayano who's on the left, the girl with the purple hair, you know, and she's pretty much in this uh, mode where she, you know, looks like she got turned down. And that's kind of what happened in this episode is, you know, she really wanted to have an intimate moment with Shu, who is the guy that she has her back turned towards and uh, is pretty much, you know, pouring her heart out to shoot. And that's kind of been the theme throughout this whole anime so far. But 
um, you know, shoot, he's not willing to reciprocate. You know, he doesn't necessarily have those strong, strong feelings for Ayano like she does for him. And, you know, it's it's actually like really sad, like watching this is this whole story unfolds between these two because there's another girl, like a, you know, kind of like a I don't I wouldn't call her the third party. She's kind of the first party, but there's another girl involved um who is pretty much getting all of Shu's attention, but it's more so because of what she can do for him, you know. And I hey, when I say what she can do for him, get your mind out the gutter. <laughs> this, this is not one of them ones, okay? I promise you that. It's it's not one of those ones. But um it, you know, in this episode, uh Ayano is, you know, pouring her heart out, heart out to shoe, and he's pretty much like you know, nope, sorry. You know, I, I just, I don't like you like that. Like, I like you as a friend, but I don't think that I can go any, like, really any further with you. So, Ayano, to my surprise, pretty much tells Shu, look, this is going to be the last time, I promise. Because after this, I'm, I'm going to allow you to do anything and with that other girl and I, I'm not going to care anymore. Like, I have to just support you and what you're doing, and that's that. But I'm not going to be crushing on you any further. And she literally, and the way I look at it is she took it from this from this guy. But see, he, he was fine with it, though. So it's like, nah, he didn't really take it. Like, he kind of wanted it or he was okay with it. I don't know. That's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. Uh, can of worms that we can open up that we're going to keep that closed. So uh, when love is not mutual, that's kind of the theme that uh, is going on here that I, I have questions about because, you know, if Ayano is, you know, Shay, you know, explaining to Shu how much he care, she cares about him and he's not showing those same expressions, you know, there's a moment when you start to realize like, dang, like he really doesn't love me or, she really doesn't love me. Like, or like I, I have to be able, I have to stomach it, even though I care about this person so much and I got to move on. And I feel like a lot of people have come across this type of heartbreak, whether it been, you know, maybe there's a crush, someone that you really, really liked at school or maybe at work or something like that. And you hollered at them and you know, you think that you were doing pretty successful, but in the end you get turned down and they have somebody else in mind, or maybe they already dated someone, but they just didn't really talk about it. I mean, there could be so many different reasons why, uh, you know, a situation like that would happen, but they, they, they wouldn't kind of return that same, those same feelings for you. And, uh, but I would also say like on the flip side, there is also the moments where, um, you're talking to someone and they're not feeling you. They, they, they're not attracted to you like that, whether it be your looks or your personality. But as time goes on and y'all have more communication with each other, they start really warming up to you and really liking you as a person. And that grows until where it's like, man, like I start, I'm really starting to like this person. And so it's, I, I really say like, don't be surprised. And I, I said this to one of my homegirls recently like hey you know you don't know that you like someone until you like someone <laughs> and that's really true like like down to the t like that could really be a thing that could happen so you know for sure like if you are in a relationship 
uh, or there's somebody rather that you strongly care about, but maybe they have feelings for someone else or they're not reciprocating, uh, or maybe you have a crush on someone and they just not feeling you, uh, you know, you might have to bow out gracefully, you know, and take the L, you know, we all take L's, you know, it happens, you know, some of us take fewer L's than others. Hey, I, I told y'all I had an 80% bag rate, right? Hey, I told y'all I had an 80% bag rate, right? All I'm going to say is, um, hey, I ain't, I ain't a player. I just crush a lot. <laughs> <laughs> he said, "Oh, he's oh no! So Mac Mac is in a building. He's a fifteen percent. Oh man, dang! Hey, that's all right, brother. That's all right. Hey, Mug Lifer up in here. You know, I I I I'm, I, I gracefully come into the crew because we gotta support and uplift each other, right? <laughs> that's what you do. Yeah, let's." Let's get it. So, um, yeah, you know, so I, I just say, you know, in this instance, when it comes down to the love that's not reciprocated or like feelings, strong feelings that's not reciprocated, you know, you have to, you know, go the other way. And, you know, they say that there's other fish in the sea. But, you know, when you think about that analogy of there being more fish in the sea, it really is true. Like if you think about it, like a, think about a school of fish. There's a whole bunch of fish, right? But we're talking about the world, like the like the globe. That's a lot of fish. I mean, if unless you like me and you eat a lot of fish and you start to worry about the planet because you're like, dang, I'm eating all the fish. <laughs> they 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 really gotta stop making food so good, man. I'm tired of this. <laughs> I'm tired of it, but um, yeah, I you know it's it, but when you think about that analogy, it it really does hold true that you know, the population of people that are in this world, I mean, it it makes a lot of sense that there's probably somebody out there for you, but I don't date, so um, yeah, I don't, <laughs> I don't date. So I don't, I don't know if um, that's gonna work for me. That's gonna that's not gonna work for me. So, uh, yeah. I, unfortunately, I, I'm 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 putting myself off the market, taking myself off the meat rack, and uh, you know may, maybe maybe there will be someone in the future that tickles my fancy, tickles. <laughs> It makes me feel much differently. And I'm like, okay, I got to have this person. I got to, I got to. But that day, my, my good people, my good citizens, it's not that day. <laughs> so uh, back says, oh, it ain't, a, it ain't enough fish for Jay. <laughs> hey, hey you, you're giving my bag rate a little bit too much props, man. A little, little too much. You know, you got to take off that that clutch and that 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 uh pedal a little bit hey that ain't me that ain't me you know maybe the maybe the young suave jay maybe that maybe that guy i don't know about today so <laughs> um yeah so jay jay just trying to get tickled <laughs> where that tickle monster at 
Hey, show me. <laughs> All right, so let's go ahead and move on to our next episode. And that is for our discussion. Overlord this is a season four, episode five. And the title is In Pursuit of the Lands of Dwarves. Now, this episode was interesting. Well, I, I would say just like season four as a whole of Overlord is really interesting because I feel like most people that are watching Overlord right now, they're, they probably feel like, dang, like what happened to all the action? But instead, it's very heavy dialogue based in character and world building. And in, if you really think about it, I mean, honestly, just kind of step back for a moment. You have Ainz, who is this sorcerer uh, lord that, you know, is running this whole township, this, you know, this huge global nation, and he's trying to take over more. Uh, but he's actually in an RPG. Like, this is a simulated game that he pretty much got stuck in. So doesn't it make sense for it? it to feel like he's actually world building and going out and conquesting and conquering things. And so you have to have dialogue and character building in those moments to kind of build up kind of that last, uh, um, you know, uh, cliffhanger moments and things of that nature. So I'm not really surprised at like where the direction that they're going with this season so far, but I definitely will say that the um, content has been fantastic i love dialogue i'm definitely a um uh, a fan that enjoys witty conversations that go back and forth and humor and just kind of discussions that let you say like oh okay that's what that person does like that's what it's all about for me now don't get me wrong i love action too uh and you know just all of that yummy goodness but when it comes down to uh, storytelling and the plot like that is so so important for me uh so uh oh max says we were we were just talking about this yeah bro i i feel like uh, you know i can see some fans being let down but man honestly bro like if you're someone that loves dialogue and like richness of like the characters then this is perfect now there's another side of the argument where you could say like but yeah, but like, man, like you're bringing this animation to us in seasonal format and maybe only giving us like 12 episodes or so, give or take. And we're not really getting our feel, you know, like our, our stomachs are still empty. Like I need you to put like, feed me, Seymour, feed me like that. Like I need that. And so I, I get that side of the argument, but, but yeah, in this episode, you have Ainz who has this a grandiose plan that he wants to go to the dwarves nation and meet the dwarves uh, for the first time. And uh, he has a plan in place uh, to uh, gather these dwarves in, in the sake of doing research on runes. Now, if you're someone that plays uh, MMORPGs uh, or maybe JRPGs or something like that, then you know that runes are something that usually give you more power. And so in this sense, like just thinking about it, that means that Ainz is trying to acquire more power or maybe he might be trying to find out who could potentially have a lot of power too. If, if 
you know, these rooms are able to lead him in a certain direction. You know, that's, I think that's a possibility too, but yeah. So it makes you think like, uh, you know, in this episode, uh, when they met one of the dwarves, he pretty much explained that, uh, you know, the rune mastering or rune wielding is pretty much extinct. Like a lot of the runes that were being created by the dwarves, that craftsmanship is no longer existing anymore. And so uh, there's only a few left that have this skill set or have this knowledge. And, you know, due to some of the changes within the nation, they lost a lot of that, that information. And it's actually like a sad thing because when you think about civilizations and civil, some civilizations that probably got wiped off the earth, you know, maybe some uh, conquerors decided like, hey, like we're going to get rid of their history or whatever the case may be like that, that not having that type of information and that connection to your history, to your roots, man, it's, it's, it's painful. Trust me, it's tr trust me when I, when I say that, but um, so, you know, in this, uh, you know, the question is with skills, like what skills today are pretty much you know near extinction you know what 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 could you think of like at first like okay i remember doing this a lot maybe i don't know 10 years ago 20 years ago 30 years ago however much time ago and now we're no longer doing this anymore i feel like cursive like writing in cursive is slowly but surely becoming an extinct thing like i mean when you, you may say like, oh, no, that's not necessarily true because I still sign a lot of things. But think about it. Now you have a lot more electronic signatures where they will just take the kind of electronic format and your name will be printed on there. But you'll have like this tag on there because of your uh, login information or whatever website that you uh, entered in. Right. But then you also have moments where. Um, you know, that you say, okay, well, I'm writing in cursive. No, that you're not writing in cursive. You're scribbling. Like you didn't actually learn cursive. You literally just scribbled your name on a piece of paper. That is not actual cursive. So I'm telling you, like cursive handwriting is definitely one of those things that I feel is nearly extinct. You know, so what what do y'all think? You know, is there anything that y'all can recall uh that is probably a nearly extinct skill? Um, I feel like, well, I, I think mining is still a very much like a big thing, but the idea of a person going into a mine and droves of people, like, no, it's a very small pool of people that are doing it. And I'm pretty sure they get paid really, really well, especially if you think about uh, places that have a lot of oil and they do digging and stuff like that, uh, where, you know, I'm sure that that's, um, a small society of people too and you know they probably see each other very often but yeah so that is our anime discussion for today uh hey if you are watching us on our twitch facebook and twitch page i really appreciate y'all for checking us out stick around we do have our character analysis this is where i take seven attributes from a character and we determine like, hey, how strong, how weak, how, how saucy is this person, right? Um, but hey, if you're listening to us from wherever you get your bingo book podcast from, 
uh, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, what have you. That is the end of this show. You know, definitely make sure you check out our live pages uh, for more content. And we're going to take a small, uh, i say about two minute break or so, and we'll be right back. Hey, don't you touch that screen. I'm going to get me some water. <laughs> Got to cleanse my throat. 